Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. This is episode number 108. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you found me and you were like, damn, this podcast seems interesting. And you went back and you, you know, maybe listened to some other episodes because like I said, we have a lot of episodes. We have so many amazing guests sharing their expertise and stories and experiences and just destigmatizing topics that a lot of people don't normally talk about. So today, very exciting, we have a returning guest from episode number 82. If you have not listened to that one, go listen to it. All about emotional empowerment and self-love. Definitely check that episode out. Um, This guest is passionate about helping heart-driven people free themselves from fear and stepping into their true power and potential. Her highest intuition is to help raise the collective consciousness. Through her work as an emotional empowerment coach and new author, she inspires people to think outside the box, break up with their insecurities, show up with confidence to consciously create a life that they adore waking up to every day. Everyone, please welcome back to the show, Tara Swan. All right, everyone. I have Tara here and I'm so excited to have her back. Welcome back. Thank you so much. So excited to be back. Yes, we are so happy to have you back. And I cannot wait to hear all about what's going on in your world because there's some good stuff happening. So I would love to just kind of get to know like what's going on in your world and what's been what's been new with you. Yeah, wow. Where do I start? I mean, we had a conversation six or seven months ago, our first conversation, and oh, so much has changed since then. Like I I think I've gone through a couple of transformational sort of periods. Um to the point where I've actually written two books and I'm about to launch two books in the next four months. So, so much has changed. Um, I don't know where I was last time we spoke. Had I manifested my soulmate at that point? I don't know if I told you that. I think you did actually. Yes. It must have been very, very new <laughs> at that oh point. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, we, he has since moved in, we've created this really beautiful, conscious, loving relationship. Um, I've got two kids, right. And he's just been so loving and embracing of them. So that's been huge. He's also a coach. So it's so funny. A dynamic is really special in a way we, if we feel challenged by something, we're able to coach each other through it and support each other through it. Um, and it's really beautiful. So we ended up having a couple of weeks where we were sort of coaching each other each morning and we were calling it breakthroughs for breakfast because honestly it like lit us up more than coffee, like it woke us up more than coffee did. Um, yeah, so that's been amazing. But my life has been in my books. It's It's been huge. Wow. That's, I mean, that's incredible. The fact that you've written, when you told me two books, I was like, holy cow, that is incredible. And I'm so happy you found your person. Like, I've been seeing your posts and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, it really does seem like you guys are so 
happy and I love that you and I and I think when you when you just said like when you wake up and you kind of just like so you kind of like just have a nice conversation together in the morning is what it sounds like yeah yeah pretty much and then if if anything's sort of showing up for us that day we can we can work through it or do like a bit of a breakthrough on each other and it sort of releases a lot of emotional baggage and we're able to just sort of jump up and we can get on with our day like in a lot in a new energy and it's yeah better than coffee <laughs> yeah. no I love that and I think that's such a good way to probably start off the day and like have that positive you know connection together and oh I love that so much so and the writing two books I am I'm shook I need to know all about the books did you know that you wanted to write two books or did it kind of just happen for you how how did the whole process go yeah I mean I've been passionate about writing since I was 12 I think I, I kept journals when I was 13 14 you know through high school I wrote a lot of poetry in high school um I wrote an article for the local newspaper at one point in my small little town which was like a huge thing for a fearful 16 year old girl but um I've always loved writing and over the years I've kind of always said that I'd love to write a book like it's been one of my biggest dreams mm -hmm. I've started writing multiple books it's always fizzled out you know I have not had the confidence and trusting myself to keep going with it basically I never thought I was good enough or worthy of writing a book let alone two um the first one I actually started writing early last year so or maybe mid last year and I wrote most of that and then got to almost the end and then the last two or three chapters were left unwritten mm -hmm. um left unwritten and I went through a bit of a transformational period so I had a lot of heavy emotion coming up I released a lot of emotion. I kind of stepped into a new version of myself. And then this year, um, in that, I also wrote a chapter for another book, which was like my second, the start of my second book, right? Because it was a different energy. It was in a different energy. And I was like, okay, well, I don't, I'm feeling stuck here. I'm feeling blocked. Like, how do I finish this last book? It's, it's so important and it needs to be read. Um, because that meets people at that stage of their journey. And then this new one is like the the next stage of my journey and it's a whole new energy. And so I was like, how do I go back and finish that one? And how do I write this second one? And I came across a hybrid publisher and they've basically guided me through a lot of it. And as soon as I came across them, I was like, this is my opportunity to actually publish my books. I think I finished the last few chapters within, I don't know, a week or two of the, the last book and I submitted that to them for editing the second book I ended up finishing in a month so between the time I contacted them and the time that I submitted that second book it was only a month so four weeks I was in such flow with it and then I just poured my whole soul and like heart and soul into it and I'm obsessed I'm obsessed with it like so the first book is titled You Don't Have Anxiety because anxiety and depression was my life for 17 years, partly the reason why I could, couldn't finish my previous books. Mm. Um, so that one's titled You Don't Have Anxiety because I believe anxiety is should never be a diagnosis. It's a symptom, a manifestation of a deeper issue. 
and it's only a small part of a broader picture. So that one's like a self-revival guide. It was my way. It was my um, my own journey. I've got my own vulnerable personal stories in there of how I went from chronic anxiety to confidence. So it's like a self-revival guide to um, confidence, inner freedom, and self-trust. The second one is titled Becoming Her. So that one is like my love letter to all women. It's like how to truly step into your power as a woman, how to embrace your feminine, be in your flow and become a conscious creator of your life. We don't realize how much power we hold. And that book is basically handing over everything I've learned to step into the woman that I've become and I've shared some really vulnerable stories in my books, stories that I have not shared with anyone before. But it is my hope that it inspires others to realize that they are infinitely potential, like like they've got so much potential and power to create the life that they want to create. Like I went from chronic anxiety, not being able to leave my home some days to writing two books in one year. Everyone has that power and I, and I kind of did that not only to make a bigger impact in my work and to share this journey and this work with the world, but also to prove to myself that I can do it, that I am good enough, that I do know enough and that I've got that trust for myself. Like being consistent, staying consistent in writing a book is proving to myself that I've got it in me to do anything. So kind of did it for selfish reasons, but also I don't think anything's really selfish. (laughs) I mean I'm blown away that is incredible congrats that is that is so powerful and kudos to you for pushing through and just wrapping those two books up like that is that is so impressive that really is so congrats on on creating these books I cannot wait to read them oh my gosh it's super exciting and I know you said it'll kind of come out what are the dates just so people are aware of when and where they can purchase the books? Yeah, well, funny, I haven't officially announced the dates yet, but I will be okay. in the next couple of weeks. So I will share yeah. it with you here. The first book will be launched on June 25th, yeah. which we just worked yeah. out as your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we can party celebrate. Um, <laughs> And the second, Becoming Her, will be out on the 6th of August. So they're launching six weeks apart. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. So I know you said that you just kind of cranked them out. Did you ever have um, like writer's block or I don't know, I've spoken with so many authors and some people are like, oh yeah, it was super easy to kind of bang it all out. But it seems like you kind of just had that flow and you just kind of kept going. So I mean, was there any writer's block or did you kind of have any issues with writing? There's, there was definitely times where I would sit down and I'm, I'm going to write a chapter today and nothing would flow. And mm. I knew that that would come up at times, right? I knew that I wouldn't always be in my flow, but I had sort of the tools to help me move through that. First of all, compassion with myself, like not forcing anything. I did not want it to come from a place of force because it doesn't flow anyway when you're trying to push through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, letting it go, like not trying not to control so much about when it would be finished and, and how it would be finished, just trusting that it would be and it would flow in the right times. Like there was a time 
in my second book where I would sit down and like I sat down one day and I was like, I'm going to write the chapter on liberating your feminine. And I sat down and went to write it and I was like, how do I start this chapter? I'm not really sure how this is going to flow. Like I knew how I knew what I wanted to include in it, but I didn't really know how to start it and how to how to make it flow. So I was like, I'm not going to sit here and force it. I'm like, I turned to Matt, my love, and said to him, like, I'm just going to go over to the beach for a minute. Left my phone, left everything at home. I walked over to the beach because I live across the road from the beach, which is such a like such mm-hmm. a blessing. Yes. And I walked over to the beach and I just buried my feet and my hands into the sand, into the earth. And I was, I was like, the beach is where I get a lot of my downloads, a lot of my inspiration. Yeah. So I just went there to like ground myself and I was watching the water and I was looking up at the sky and there was, it was sort of at the end of the day. So the sun was setting, there was like these pink clouds in the sky there's like a little sliver of the moon and right above it was a star and I was like this is magical like this is beautiful and then I just saw this fin pop up in the water which was really was quite flat and there was like a few waves but they're crashing quite close to the to the shoreline so maybe three meters off the shoreline I saw this fin and I was like oh a dolphin so I was like running down to the shore and it was almost as if the dolphin was in the same energy that I was. It was really beautiful. It was just cruising, you know, it was just in flow. It was just like almost absorbing everything around it, just cruising down the coast and it came closer to me and then it sort of swam into the shore and it was swimming in the waves right in front of me. So I could sort of, you know, when the waves come up, you can kind of see what's in the water mm-hmm dolphin was just in this wave and it was like it was looking at me and it was like literally three meters away from me and I wish I had my bathers on or I didn't have clothes on because I would have just jumped in with it you know but um I just kind of walked along with it for a little while and I was like this is just magical and I'd look back up it kind of swam out I looked back up back up at the sky and I was like this this is just so this is just bliss you know life is so beautiful and I got to download how to start that chapter. And then I went back to my desk after the sun had set and I ended up writing the whole chapter. And I think I finished at like eight o'clock at night. It just took me an hour or so, a couple of hours, maybe. I can't remember. Um, and the whole thing just flowed. And I was like, this is, and I think I was so moved by nature. I was so moved by the dolphin and, what, and the sky and everything around me that I was like, this is feminine like this you know you're feeling you're really present and just feeling what's happening and I was like this is how I'm starting the chapter and I literally told that story at the start of that chapter the rest of it flowed so beautifully and I was like this is probably my most inspired piece of art right here and I'm so excited for everyone to read that chapter oh my god I can't wait to read it that is so that's like so moving and I can like the energy I feel from just you sharing that story is so powerful within its own self. So, wow. I love that so much. Speaking of manifesting, I would love to get into some manifesting because I think some people, they might overlook the term manifesting. And I think people, there's a lot of misconceptions about manifesting. So I kind of want to get into like what it is, how we can utilize it, how we can really step into our truth, step into, you know, the, being the best version of ourselves through ma- manifesting. And I know you said it kind of 
it worked for you. And I think I've definitely manifested things and it's, it's a really powerful tool that I think is truly overlooked. So kind of opening up with it, if someone is not familiar with it, it's basically using our thoughts and feelings and beliefs to bring something into our physical reality. So I would love to know kind of maybe a few of your, um, you know, manifesting rituals or, or kind of what you, what you do for your manifesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a huge topic. And I think when I first came across manifesting four years ago, when I started my journey, I was like, oh, like that's not real. Like that doesn't exist. I was so wrong. But here's how I view manifesting. I think we are, whether conscious of it or not, always manifesting. And we are manifesting either desirable or undesirable circumstances. So if we're not conscious of what we're doing, we are creating a lot of what's happening in our lives. We are manifesting a lot of what's happening in our lives um, through our thoughts, beliefs, emotions. So the emotions that we're holding on to from the past, the beliefs that we, whether are conscious of or not conscious of from our past as well, is creating a lot of our reality. That is manifesting. I love to use the term conscious creation when we're intentionally manifesting because we're conscious of what we're doing. And I teach it all in Becoming Her, in my online program, Becoming Her, and in and in my book. But Conscious creation is basically, yeah, there are so many parts to it, but let me run over a few. So to me, the first part of it is releasing all that's blocking you from having what you desire already. So it's releasing the emotions that you're holding onto from the past that are, because emotions are energy, that are vibrating at the opposing frequency of the thing that you want to attract into your life. When you're releasing emotions, you're also simultaneously a lot of the time shifting subconscious beliefs so beliefs that are blocking you from either taking action or attracting what it is that you desire as well so I'll give you an example of that I had a subconscious belief due to what I witnessed in my parents relationship in life um, in my in my childhood that pain is associated with love So I unconsciously manifested painful relationships after painful relationship, thinking that that's what love was. And anytime I had a relationship that wasn't painful, I was like, there's something wrong with this. This isn't love. And I'd sabotage it. I was manifesting those relationships. When I released emotion and uncovered that subconscious belief, I was able to shift that belief from pain is associated with love to love just gets to be love. And that was one of the beliefs that I shifted to then attract the man that is in my life right now. So, which is just like an unbelievable relationship. It's conscious, it's loving, it's supportive. It's it's everything that I've always dreamt I, I could have but never thought was possible. So when we shift those emotions and beliefs, we are removing the blocks to receive what we desire in our life. And then if we are taking it a step further, we can then influence our emotions to get ourselves in the energetic state or the vibration of the thing that we desire in our life, whether that's love or money or um, like 
whatever it is we desire really like any new relationships friendships sisters um yeah anything we desire we can then influence our emotions so what is it that I want how is it going to make me feel to have that and how can you bask in those emotions now how can you recognize where those emotions or feelings are already present in your life in other ways and draw that energy from those other things you're putting Mm. yourself then in the vibration of that thing that you want to call in in your life and you're basically you're experiencing what it is that you want to experience before you've got it you're happy before you're happy you're like you've already got it so you can be like I'm actually already that person or I've already got that thing because I already have it in other ways. And you're like, fuck, I'm so grateful. That helps you also detach from having it, how it's going to come in. It puts you in an inspired place to be able to take steps forward to create it. And then there are so many other things like the the focus. What are you focusing on? Do you want that thing in your life because you feel like it's lacking in another area? Because if you feel like it's lacking, you're in a vibration of lack and you're not going to attract that thing. So there's the focus, like where is your focus? Are you focusing on why you want that thing because you don't have it or you're focusing on you want it because it's going to amplify the feelings that are already present in your life? You know, there's a huge difference in the energy in that it's either coming from lack or abundance, lack or love. Um, Yeah, belief, deciding. Deciding was a huge thing. Like I remember being on another podcast um, and we were talking, we finished the, the recording of the podcast and we were kind of just talking afterwards and it was right when I was trying to call in my love and I kind of said to her, we were talking about her relationship and it sounded really beautiful. I was like, what, just curiously, like what did you do to call in that that man in your life? Mm. And at the end of the day, it came to, down to her just deciding that she wanted it, deciding with certainty an unwavering clarity that she wanted that relationship and that she wasn't going to settle for less. And I realized I'd been doing all the things except making that final decision. Like I am not going to settle for anything less than that, than what I want. If it's not a fuck, yes, it's a fuck. No. <laughs> and that's something that was said to me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so true. It's so true. Yeah. That's something I had a card reading two two weeks before I met my love. And that was something she said to me, like, you're at a point now where if it's not a fuck, yes, it's a fuck. No. And I was like, okay. And then when I made that decision the same day, I got a message from him to ask mm-hmm. if I wanted to be up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. There, there, there are so many little things that we can do. Like we can visualize, we can journal, we can got journaling prompts um but ultimately what you need to know right now is you are the creator of your reality and if you've got mm-hmm. challenges in your life now you've got undesirable circumstances in your life now what has created that and how can you change that what do you need to let go of to help you create the life that you want to live and then how can you start practicing gratitude and being in the vibration of that now yes oh my god i love this so much and i think I think it's so true when you when you were talking about like you know shifting the subconscious I was like writing my notes so I was like but when you're talking about what your parents went through and you kind of like if something didn't go right in or what am I saying when something went wrong in your relationship you were almost like used to it and I think I think that happens for so many of us like I mean childhood I think 
can have such an, a huge influence on how we live our life and things that we went through and trauma. And I could go off on a tangent on that, but I think really breaking that down and being like, no, you know what? I want to be loved. And I, just because I, you know, my parents went through that, that doesn't mean that I have to have the same exact thing as them. And that's powerful. That's so powerful. Um, and I loved when you're speaking about like influencing our emotions and coming from an inspired place and really deciding because it's so true when you decide okay you know what I am going to you know what what whatever it is if you're wanting to go find your person like you were just talking about you like you know what this is I'm not gonna settle I'm not gonna be like oh okay maybe that guy is okay I can just I can just deal with it but it's like no it's not if it's not a fuck yes it is a fuck no and I love that because I I say that all the time when my girlfriends are on a date or they're seeing someone and if they're kind of on the fence I'm like it's not right then because when you know you know like when I met my fiance the first date I was like this guy's different I instantly felt safe I felt connected I felt I I didn't have to feel like I had to put on a show and not that I'm that type of person but I I could feel that I was my true authentic self and I didn't have to like act a certain way or talk about certain things to impress him because it was just it was just easy to talk and I think really truly I love when you said that like having the final decision to know what you want is like it's like that's the best thing and I think just understanding that you can really get and, and manifest pretty much anything in life like I personally like I really like speaking things out loud. I love journaling. I have made a vision board before. I think those can be super, super fun. And just really being able to create the life that you really want, which I know is something that you are super passionate about. Um, so if someone maybe is maybe struggling with something that they want, they know that they really want something, but they can't seem to get to that point. And maybe they've never tried manifesting. What do you think is like a good first step to kind of get to that point? That's a tricky question. I mean, deciding, first of all, like the deciding is is the most powerful thing you can do because when you decide, the universe hears you and you will be supported in that. But recognize as well that you may be tested, you may be challenged. Like you'll decide, and then you may have something come up in your way to be. And the universe, it's like the universe is saying to you, "Do you really want that? Like, are you sure you're sure?" And you can either be wavering in that and be like, "Oh, maybe I could go that way. Maybe I could accept that," or you can be like, "No, like I know what I want, and I'm and I'm going to have that." So that would be the first thing. Um, And then embracing the challenges that come up with that, embracing it all, because when you decide those challenges are showing you what is blocking you from having that as well. So those challenges are either going to bring up emotions that are blocking you from having that thing. So what's, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. Like I I had one final test before calling in my love. I, I met this guy and he was kind of, crossing my boundaries a little bit, but then saying all the right things. And so I was a bit confused, but there was something inside me that was like, this is not quite it. And like you said, when you know, you know, like our first date, when I, the first date with my love was like, 
did we have we known each other for, known each other for years or did we meet in another in another lifetime because this is easy like this flows we are so aligned like what is this on day two we were talking about like kids and things like that and on day three I sent an email out to my community saying hey I met my soulmate on the weekend it was an all-knowing like it was a full body fuck yes this is him um so when you know you know but I would say the first step to manifesting would be to look at the challenges you have in your life and start asking yourself what is the root of that like where has that originally stemmed from what is how is that challenge that misalignment that thing that feels icky in my life how does that make me feel and when was the first time I felt that way then you can start releasing the emotions changing those beliefs changing your perception of your past experiences to create a new reality going forward that those things are showing you where you're not free. Those things are showing you where you're stuck and unable to move forward in your life. So if you want to consciously create a new life, you have to look at where it's painful first. Mm, I like that. Because that's kind of like breaking down like exactly how you're feeling, what emotions are coming up for you and really being able to just like really get to the root cause of that, which I love. And I know releasing emotions is something that we've talked about in the past. And I... I find it so intriguing to talk about that and just just really creating the life you want and and using your um, emotions to to your benefit. So I would love to speak on that a little bit too. And maybe if you have some examples of like how maybe a certain situation that you were in and how you release those emotions to your benefit and how someone else can kind of do that for themselves. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to talk about because it's something that we don't talk about enough. It's something that was mind-blowing to me, but also it's like this is a part of our human experience. Like why is it so frowned upon to experience anger, to be in that sadness or be in that grief? And, you know, it's looked at as negative and we're sort of taught from a really early age to just kind of get on with it to toughen up, to move through, to, to get over it, um, to not cry, to not express anger because it looks like, you know, like you're crazy or you're too much. And it's like unconsciously, like so those things, those things that we're told and taught growing up, whether by parents or society, you know, you're taught how to behave in society or whatever, and, and a lot of that, sure, might does serve us. At the same time, all of those things make us believe unconsciously that we are unsafe to experience some emotion. So it's not easy for us to always go there and it it feels uncomfortable. It does feel uncomfortable. Like we don't want to experience grief. We don't want to experience anger. But it's a part of our experience to feel the full contrast and the full range of all emotion. And that is what frees us. Like we can't experience joy in its fullest capacity if we're not willing to go to the depths, you know. Um, And I know that because when I've gone through and released emotions, I'm like, I didn't know I could feel this good. And then then I'll go through another little transformational period. I'm like, I didn't realise I could feel this good. And it just keeps going. Like the better it gets, the better it gets, right? But... 
ways that you can move through emotion. First of all, if you don't feel safe, if you're afraid you're going to re-traumatize yourself or whatever, seek support would be the first thing I'd say. Like come to me or go to a therapist or go to someone that you trust and feel safe with to be in your emotion. But there are safe ways that you can do it, right? Like you don't need to go and yell at anyone or express emotion with anyone else. You can be in your safe space. So to me, when I was first starting out, it was really important for me to be in my safe space, somewhere I felt safe, somewhere I felt protected. I wanted to be alone. I didn't want to go and seek that support. And that was my personal choice. I I cultivated that within myself. Um, so ways that you can release emotions. So obviously there's crying. Like, you know how good you feel after a good cry? Imagine what it feels like after you've released emotion that has stemmed from your past that you've been holding on to for years. It feels fucking amazing. There is mm. a space in that you create after you've released that heavier emotion that's been there for years. Um. So crying, obviously, like I love to have little rage sessions if I feel a bit angry or frustrated. And I've also taught my boys how to do that when they're feeling frustrated is to grab a pillow, like throw the pillow on the ground or hit the hit the pillow, scream into the pillow. Um, you're completely safe, right, when you're doing that, but you're allowing that emotion to move through you and you feel so powerful after a good rage session. Oh. So yeah there's that um vocalizing is also really powerful dancing and moving and shaking because emotional energy becomes stagnant in your body so being able to allow that emotional energy to shift and move through you is really really powerful um just movement in general but grounding yourself in nature you can channel emotion through creativity journal like there are so many different ways you can do it the one big message is trust. Trust what comes up for you. Do not judge it. I once had a tantrum because my inner child needed to express emotion in that way. I laughed at myself afterwards at how crazy I must have looked, but also that's exactly what I needed to experience at that time to release the emotion that I that was coming up for me. Mm. It's really funny. So you just allow it. Right, right. You allowed it, it to just kind of move through your body. And I love when you said just like, and how you feel after right like when you have a rage session or you have a good cry you feel so freaking good after you're like okay I'm decompressed I feel good now and I think that just that alone is so powerful and you're kind of like and I think like getting to the root cause of just learning all about this about ourselves is we're getting to know ourselves so deep and I think I mean, I am always on a journey to learn more about myself. I think it's something that's super fun, super interesting. And I just, I love to just learn different things that I never, ever knew about myself. And I think that this could be something that everyone can utilize and really trusting like what is what's happening and kind of allowing it to exit your body, I guess you could say. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like that, there's that feeling afterwards, but imagine doing that on a consistent basis. Like whether you're experiencing emotion that's arising for you in the moment or you're intentionally releasing emotions from the past. Mm. When you're doing that, there's like a new level of freedom that you experience after each release and it keeps getting better and better and better. And oh my God, I just lost what I was going to say. 
<laughs> hate that, but it happens. Yeah, there's like this beauty and power that you experience after releasing emotion. And mm. that's what I was going to say is that when we have anxiety or when we have fears arise that are either blocking us from taking action to move forward or having us stressed about a situation we're in or not being present, you are effectively freeing yourself from fears, insecurity, anxiety when you're releasing these emotions because they are all manifestations of suppressed emotion. In my experience, my anxiety was a like was a symptom or manifestation of suppressed emotion from my past. So that is how I freed myself from that anxiety by releasing emotions from the past. Same with my same with my depression, same with my autoimmune disease. Like that was also a physical manifestation of emotion. Yeah, I mean, anxiety is something that I really struggle with. So, I mean, I don't know if you have any any tips or things that helped you. That's something I know I and a lot of other people struggle with in this world. Yeah, I think a lot, most of us do to some extent, right? Like whether it's mm-hmm. on the on the scale or the, like just the, the nervousness before before events or whatever it is. Um, I shouldn't say just like that's also a big thing and it's normal for a lot of us Um, but basically you don't have anxiety right it's a part of you that feels anxious so recognizing Mm -hmm. that first of all and hand on your heart sending that part of you love when you do that you're detaching from that part of you it's not you're not making it your whole identity and you can see yourself see it as the observer like your higher self is observing that part of you that feels anxious holding yourself in that anxiety takes you out of the present moment right Mm -hmm. so you're either stressed about something that happened in the past or you've got some sort of fear from the past or you're anxious about something that's going to happen in the future you're always thinking about what's next um so bringing yourself back to the present moment is really powerful and you can do that through presence practices mindfulness like Um, using your senses things like that there's obviously longer term strategies as well like making sure you're getting enough quality sleep and making sure you're eating the right foods because your gut and your mind are directly connected Mm. so eating like less sugary foods like reduced alcohol caffeine if that's something that really affects you and just eating whole nourishing foods can be really powerful in itself Coming back to the the present moment thing, if you're able to be present now with what is and absorb the magic that's around you, you can't be anxious when you're in the present right now and only thinking about the present. It's really hard to do that. Like I, I learned that before I knew all of this about emotions and I struggled to be in the present moment. I was like, how do you get yourself in the now? Like I was here about how magical it is, but how do I bring myself to the now? Like I struggled with it. Um. That's because, and I realized this, that if we're stressed about something that's going to happen in the future, a lot of the time it's because something in the past has triggered that fear. And so if we're struggling to be in the present moment, it's likely because we're holding on to some emotion that is taking us out of that moment. Every fear, anxiety, like I said, is backed by emotion. So I was able to start becoming more present 
and more in my body mm. and more loving of the magic that surrounds me now when I released what was holding me back from my past, when I released those that that pain that was stored in my cells, that emotion that was stored in my cells from the past, right, because that was dictating a lot of what the choices I was making, the behaviours, everything that I was doing that were, was creating my future or that I was fearful of in my future. Like I stopped making choices out of fear because of those old emotions and I started making choices out of love and abundance and excitement and inspiration. It's a huge difference and it makes a difference to how your reality unfolds. Yeah. That was beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that. Wow. I lo- I just love your mind and the way you speak about things is just so eloquent. I'll, I'll describe it. It's very eloquent, just just wonderfully said. And I cannot freaking wait to read your books. <laughs> oh God, I'm um, so excited to come out. I've always said I express myself better in writing. So like, if you're saying that I speak well now, I'll definitely read my books. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I'm super excited. Um, Another thing that you had mentioned was breaking up with insecurities. And I think that that, I mean, let's be honest, Everyone in the whole universe has some insecurity, the famous people, everyone, because I, I I said this in a previous podcast, they're people too. We're all freaking people and we all have insecurities of some sort and really bring, being able to understand that we can break up with those insecurities. So I would love to just kind of pick your brain a little bit about your thoughts on that and give us give us some details about kind of what you're what you went through and 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 really being able to break away from that yeah I must have been one of the most insecure people on the planet like (laughs) I must yeah I had so many insecurities so many self-worth issues um you know I I really struggled with it and just the same as fear to me insecurity is charged by emotion as well so I did a lot of my healing on my own and then I as soon as I got into relationships those insecurities like reared their heads right like they were back and it's because the people around you are a perfect mirror to what's unhealed within you So if you're finding yourself triggered by someone, if you're finding yourself judging someone, if you're finding yourself feeling insecure around someone, it's not them. It's the fact that you've also got that, you've got that emotion within you. Like that is mirroring to you a part of you that needs your love and attention. So when I ended up in relationships and in this new relationship in particular, I had insecurities come back up and he also had things come up that was like that he needed to heal through as well. He spent um, a lot of his life single and he did a lot of his healing on his own. And then when we got together, it was like, okay, now we're like, we've done 90% of it. Now I've got this, like, <laughs> now I've got this, like it amplified parts of us that, that we didn't realize we had to move through. So yeah, I had these insecurities arise, but what I did, um, you know, in the part in my past relationships, if I had insecurities arise, I would completely just project that onto them, point the finger at them, blame them. Like, you need to make me feel safe. 
but it's not like that at all. This time I was a lot more conscious and aware of what was coming up for me. So every time an insecurity arose for me, I would take a step back, put my phone away, like he doesn't need to hear about it before I've had time to move through it myself. And I would go and sit with it and I'd be like, okay, this is showing up for me. I'm feeling this way. I acknowledge that I'm I'm going to be self-loving and be with this. And then I would allow myself to experience the emotion that was charging that insecurity. So let's say that I didn't get a text message back and I was afraid that, you know, I had all these thoughts coming up of maybe he's with someone else or what, like maybe he doesn't like me or, you know, all of those crazy thoughts that come into your mind. Um, And I call them crazy, but they're not crazy. They're all justified in some way. Um, But instead of allowing my mind to go there, I would think of the scenario that I was actually afraid of and what emotion I was truly afraid of in the if that scenario was to actually unfold. So I allowed myself to go there, like what am I actually fearful of and what am I afraid to feel if that was to happen? And then I'd allow myself to experience that emotion because evidently that emotion was already inside of me. Um, and that helped free that emotion, which in turn helped me free that insecurity and then generally what happens when you do this work as if like magic but it's not magic because everything is energy Mm -hmm. you end up getting that text back from them or they show up for you like you need them to or you know like I said it's a perfect mirror so you get what you need when you give that need to yourself first when you show up for yourself first you're creating that disharmony if you're, you know, going to project or expecting them to save you. Really, you've it's it's on you to hold yourself through that. And then when you can do that, everything else mirrors that and reflects that. People show up for you. You get what you need externally because you've already got it within yourself. Yeah. That's so powerful. And I think I love when you said like something is showing up for me and you kind of took a step back and you like sat with it. I think that's such good advice because I find that, I mean, I definitely do this too. If I'm having a moment of insecurity or I'm questioning something, normally it's just like you react, right? And that sometimes can cause more conflict because our minds are just going crazy, or mine is. I'm I'm a natural overthinker and sometimes it gets me in trouble because I'll just think and then I'll react. But I think if I and I'm sure other folks do the same thing, is when you have that emotion, you're having an insecurity to take a step back and and kind of let it sink in for a second and realize, you know, okay, this is, this is showing up for me. I'm going to allow it, but I'm also not going to think of this scenario because it's happened in my past. And what I'm afraid of, I, I love it. I, I think it's, it makes sense. And it's really... And I think sometimes when you're in the moment, it might be hard, but maybe try practicing that if you struggle with something and really being able to free that emotion. I absolutely love, I love this. And I think people can really, that's like a tangible thing that you can try out and do and practice. Because I think if 
you know, you are having these insecurities or you're going through something, being able to sit with it and really, and maybe journal it out, right? Journal out how you're feeling. Be like, okay, I am feeling X, Y, Z and kind of get it all out if you don't want to like obviously speak to the person about it because then you don't want to cause a whole thing. Um, Being able to, I find that writing something down can be so, so helpful, right? Or even speaking it out loud to yourself, like talking to yourself. I do that sometimes too. Like, okay, Janae, this is going to be okay. Like blah, blah, blah. But I love, I love it. It's, it's genius. And I think you can really like like you said just step into a new world of breaking away from those insecurities yeah it's super powerful like I journal every day I love writing it's it's helps me process very much and even like you said saying things out loud out loud sometimes like when I was experiencing loneliness which is a huge one for so many people literally said to myself out loud like I know that I feel lonely right now and I know that it's only temporary and that completely diffused like the charge of that loneliness. It was like just acknowledge that you feel that way. A part of me feels this right now. Mm-hmm. And then as well, like you mentioned something else um, about realizing where it stemmed from in the past. I find in my I found in my experiences when I've released emotion behind insecurity, it's given me clarity on where that insecurity is actually stemmed from. I said before, nothing is unjustified. It's because it's generally stemming from a past traumatic event. So using that text message story. So if, if in my experience, when I was not getting that text back, I went and sat with it and released the emotion and realized that that insecurity had stemmed from past relationship trauma where that literally was was happening to me and it's like that's not unjustified but it's also not on them on them or life meaning it's on you to take responsibility to to be with that part of you hold yourself in that so that you can maintain that harmony that's in your current relationship when you project you are creating more disharmony you are creating more friction in that relationship but understanding that what you're feeling is your responsibility and when you can take responsibility for that like like you said when you react you're you're creating more of an argument but it's because you're reacting and they feel attacked if you can step back and take responsibility and be like actually this is how I'm feeling and I know this is on me um are you able to just like be with me as I move through this like I don't expect anything from you I know this is this is my trigger this is on me like I'm, I'm moving through this in my way they can then hold you in that as well and that's been a, a savior in in my relationship we're both really aware of when things come up for us it's it's our thing it's it's on us to move through that's on us to heal that but at the same time we can show up for each other in the knowing that we are taking responsibility for our own emotional state and if we need something from the other person to you know, help us fulfill a need within ourselves or whatever it is, we're very, very open and communicative about that. You know, I'm feeling this way. This is what's happened in my past. Can you just allow me to be this for a while? Can you support me in this way? Can you do this to help me move through it? And a lot of the time that person's going to be like, yeah, of course I can. Like, of course I can show up for you in that way. But if you're saying, 
like pointing the finger and being like, you're doing this and it's making me feel this way. They're going to feel attacked and they're not going to want to show up for you. You know, it's when you can take responsibility for how you feel, um, everything changes. Oh my God. I love this so much. I love that what you said, moving through this with me. Like, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. I'm going to get through this, but, you know, asking for support if you need it or like you said just like being there and understanding you know what I'm gonna have a I'm having a moment right now take responsibility for it but also you know be communicative with them and say hey this is what's happening right now be be supportive and I'm sure like you said if your partner is you know a great a great person for you if they support you they will move through it with you so I love that advice so much oh my gosh you are just uh-huh. amazing. <laughs> I love this conversation so much. I think I could listen to you like all day. Like I I just love your perspective and it is just beautiful. I love it so much. So thank you so much for sharing all of your wonderful, um, just everything. Thank you for sharing everything. Um, are you yeah. ready for a game? Oh, yes. It's been a beautiful conversation. Let's like lighten this up and play a game. I'm excited. (laughs) Okay. So the first one is, are you an early riser or night owl? Early riser definitely used to be a night owl and like my sleep-ins, but kids changed that. But mornings are pretty magical, so I'm not upset about it. (laughs) Hey, early, early risers are, they get the worm. What is it? Um, the early bird gets a worm. Oh my God. I totally messed that up. <laughs> um, do you prefer like takeout or do you prefer to like dine into a restaurant? Dine in. Oh, it depends on the mood, doesn't it? It depends on your mood, but I do like to dine in. Love it. Yeah. Well, I think I already know this one, but <laughs> the beach or a swimming pool? Beach for sure. I don't know. What, I don't like the chemicals that go into swimming pools. It has to be a natural pool, or I don't want it. Yes, love that. <laughs> yep. And I am. That is amazing that you live across from the ocean. I would. That is like a dream. That is a dream. I love it. It. It actually was my dream, and the last chapter of becoming her is my life is my dream, and it kind of leads up to how I created that for myself. But. I intentionally chose this space when I left my last relationship because I was like, the ocean is my healing place. So I need to be close to it. Yes. I am a water girl all the way, all the way. I mean, even my, my Zodiac sign is a cancer, which is the water sign. So it's like, that's just me. I am. Pisces. Yeah. Yeah, See, that's what we are. I love it. Um, (laughs) The next one is, would you rather give up all technology or give up TV, movies, and books? Oh, I'd have to, I can't give up books. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give up books. It would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all technology would have to be my answer. Love it. Would you rather create a new day of the week or create a new language? Hmm. New day of the week. Wouldn't that be cool? I wish I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather visit 100 years in the past or 100 years in the future? Neither. 
neither. That's fair. That's that's a good answer, actually. I want to be I, here now. Yes, I love <laughs> it. I love it. I love it. Uh, you prefer traveling somewhere new or somewhere familiar? New. Yeah. Um, be invisible or be able to fly? Fly. fly. I used to have a recurring dream as a, as a child that I could fly. It was like... So cool. Yeah, that's, that's the intro to You Don't Have Anxiety, actually, is that story about how, how you can fly. How, like, that's what the book is about, basically. So cool. Wow. That's super funny that I chose that one for you today. <laughs> Uh, would you prefer to explore space or explore the sea? The sea. The sea. This one is this one I asked my fiance earlier because I think it was so interesting. Would you rather have a new shirt in your closet every single day or have a new pair of shoes once a week in your closet? <sighs> um I like both of those things, but maybe the shirts. <laughs> love, love, love. Uh, flowers or like potted plants? Potted plants. Potted plants. Sunrise or sunset is the last one. Oh, aren't they both so magical? They are. Oh, I'm going to say sunsets. But I do love both. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. Well, this was a freaking blast. I love your insight so much. Everyone is definitely going to want to connect with you. So let them know where they can find you and all of the things. Yeah. Yeah. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me back on here. Um, so you can find me at on Instagram at it's Tara Swan. Swan's got two ends. Um, my website is taraswan.com. And if you want to join my book VIP list, just go to taraswan.com slash VIP. Um, but yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, all of the launch event information and basically I share a lot of free content and share a lot of value on there anyway. So definitely that's probably the best place to find me awesome. well thank you so much for being here it was such an honor to speak with you again thank you so much all right y'all i hope that episode pumped you up as much as it pumped me up i absolutely love this conversation with tara she's so incredible like i said her insight is just magnificent so thoughtful and just beautifully said like I said to her in the episode I just loved it so much I learned so much and I hope you did too please please go connect with her you will love her content she posts incredible stuff that you can really use in your everyday life and of course when her book comes out please go read it because I am so pumped to read her books cannot wait cannot wait uh, you know where to find me and connect with me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media. And also, I would love for you to check out my website. It is on, you know, the show links. Uh, and I have some cute merch and you can find my adult products link on there as well. And yeah, go have some fun. Go buy some things. 
go connect with me. You can also email me if you'd like to hear certain topics or you have questions. My naked mindset podcast at gmail.com. Thank you all so much. Have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you.